You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're very welcome to Tuesday afternoon's late lunch coming live to you from Balapusta National School. Yes, I'm going back to school this afternoon. And I have to tell you, I am simply blown away by what I've seen here already today. Let me tell you a little story. I am a loud man, but I've never been in Balapusta in my life until today. And I'm here at the National School, the brand new National School in Ballapusta that just opened its doors a few days ago. And we have lots of people to meet through the afternoon. We have teachers to talk to. We have people about the history of the place. We have a very special guest. He's probably the most famous past pupil joining us as well. And we'll hear from the children of the school, won't we? We will indeed. (laughs) Yes. I should have put my short pants on coming here today, but anyway, that's another story. I'm delighted to start the show today, though, with two people who have big responsibilities here. Uh, the Deputy Principal, or Vice Principal, is Angelo Hare, and Principal Peter Dooley. Thank you so much, Peter, for inviting us here on this beautiful September afternoon. Very welcome, Jerry. It's great to have LMFM here. Um, I suppose history in the making with our new school, which we opened last Tuesday, so to be able to um, broadcast live today from the school is a special special occasion and these are the memories that will live long with the children here today it you took me on a tour of the school in the last hour or so and i want to say this for a rural school this is simply outstanding what you have here now is unbelievable state-of-the-art facilities lovely big gym hall playing pitches classes the technology you are one lucky principal (laughs) without a doubt jerry um it's fantastic. Like I think anyone that walks through the doors for the first time, it's like a wow factor. They can't believe, you know, the magnitude of the size of the school, as you said, in the countryside. So um, we still have a bit of work to do to the old school, but to have these facilities that will serve the community uh, for the for generations to come, it's just absolutely brilliant. Tell me, how many uh, students or pupils have you at the school at the moment? We've 174, uh, 90 boys and 84 girls, so the ratio is pretty even. Um, so we have eight mainstream classes we have two full learn support uh, positions as well and then as, as we alluded earlier Jerry, off air a, a school wouldn't run without a secretary and Tina um, Jones is the school secretary here plays a vital vital role Oh listen, the school secretary is a very important job for, for sure How long are you here? When did you come here? Did you get your first teaching post in this school? Yeah, I started subbing here Jerry, in 2006 and I became permanent then when I qualified in 2007, so this is my 17th year here in school. So I taught for 
14 years. I've been principal here now for four and a half years. Great. What's the ratio, interestingly, I forgot to ask you, of boys to girls at the school? We've 90 boys and 84 girls. So pretty even, pretty yeah. even. Slippery. Where, did the, where did these lovely children, they're all gathered out here in front of us, in front of the school. What a setup you have here. Mm-hmm. Laid out on lovely chairs as well, all listening to us. Where do you draw your students from, your pupils from? Where do they come from? The media parish of RD, Jerry. So probably there's about 12 or 13 townlands um, attached to predominantly where all the boys and girls come from. So we've actually... A, a, a kind of a, a nice feature of the new school is we've named uh, each classroom and each room after a townland. So possibly the forest one being Rose Town, um, but we'd have we'd have also children coming out from the town as well in RD. Mm. So um, I know you have Jerry Carroll on later on, and he'll give you the history of each townland if you need it, Jerry. Oh, great stuff! Looking forward to meeting him. Let's bring in the vice principal, Angelo Hare. Come in a little closer to that mic, there, Angela. Lovely to have you with us today. You're the second longest-serving teacher at the school. I am. When did you join? I joined in 2000, April 2000. And you'll never forget that day. Tell uh, our listeners why. Unfortunately, um, it was a sad time for me starting out my teaching career because my mum died the same day. So I feel a a great sense of attachment to Balapusta because it was my family when I came to the south. Because mm. obviously from my northern accent you can tell I'm not local. Um, so yeah, and a very great support from the parents and all the teachers that were here, the staff at the time, starting out my teaching career um, at a very difficult time but it's just mm. been amazing since. Yeah, it's a poignant, mm. isn't it? it she, is, she's always so. with you, your mum. Yeah, you know, absolutely. As you, you, yeah. you know, you teach yeah, here. here yeah, you know, yeah. I'm sure you do. Yeah. Where are you from originally? Uh, Dan Patrick, County Down. Oh, lovely. I'm a Down girl. Oh, great football yeah. and tradition in County. <laughs> down all Ireland's to beat the band they have up there for sure Um, you have uh, this year the doors have only opened on the new school you have senior infants this year I have senior infants so it's my class from last year so my lovely junior infants I took them on through until senior infants so I have 21 now I had new lassie uh, joined um, just this year so great bunch and lovely to have that continuity as well Mm. of the children so as as we came in started back the term it was as you were how did they take to it? You know, because they were moving literally from an older school into this brand new place. Did they just take it in their Not stride? I bother on them. Within the second day, I was still getting lost and the children knew exactly where they were going. <laughs> so fair play to them. They're, they're very quick learners. Yeah. You must be delighted as being, you know, vice principal here and speaking on behalf of all the other staff mm. to have a place like this now to work out of and it's pass on the education to the children. Unbelievable, Cherry. You know, we think of what we came from and I think the most important important thing that excited me the most about it, the fabulous facilities. But, you know, years ago when we were at Ballapusta, we couldn't, if it was raining outside, we couldn't do PE. Um, and now we have a fantastic hall. So no matter what it's doing outside, the children will always get their hour of PE every week. And that, for me, <laughs> I don't know about the rest, but and a fabulous new classroom, state-of-the-art facilities, as you say, and the IT and everything. It's just fantastic. And they deserve it. Oh, they absolutely sure. deserve it. And to celebrate today, the ice cream man Woo! is here. We've been out and about, yes, Smith Soft Ice Cream is on campus and all of the children are getting an ice cream today. I never thought, we were out for the last four weeks along the coastline and we enjoyed the ice cream. I never thought I'd come to Ballapoos, the (laughs) National School, and the ice cream would follow me along and it was absolutely beautiful. And I want to say to Audrey Corrigan, thank you so much, Audrey, (laughs) for jumping the queue and getting me a 99. I really do appreciate it, I have to say. Um, Back to yourself, Peter. Um, you, besides your, you being principal at the school, you're involved with the Loud senior football team and Mickey Hart. Yeah, I got a, a phone call last October, Jerry, kind of out of, out of the blue, if I'm being honest, and 
it, look, it was an opportunity that I was never going to turn down. And um, especially the year that we had then in 23, you know, Division 2 was, was tough, especially we, we lost our first two games. But, you know, won, won, won the next five and won the next four, sorry, and we're going into the Dublin game with a chance to go Division 1. And then the Leinster campaign took off Westmead, you know, nine points down at half time, and, and the boys really showed great heart. Um, and then to get to the Leinster final, and then to be playing the calibre te- of teams like Mayo and Cork and Kerry. And I know, look, if you're looking back at the Dublin and Kerry game, they'll maybe leave it's marked to a certain degree, but that's the, that's the ceiling, and that's where we need to get to. And, you know, I know from Mickey and Gavin, like, Mickey's just a born winner, and he, he even, I know he's telling the boys this year, like, it's his 33rd year unbroken service at inter-county level I think that just proves you know what he's given to the game and to have him and Gavin in loud are very lucky so it's just important that all the stakeholders county board management clubs supporters just row in behind because these are these are the days now that really can you know produce the next generation of footballers as well because we would have seen it here last year um, the boys and girls and how they were excited about going to the games and how they were mentioning players like you know, Neil Sharkey, Kieran Murphy from different clubs, which you know I didn't experience in the past, been here in Ballapusta. So again, it's about tapping into that, that goodwill, that profile that that has now that's now in place, Jerry. But the most important thing is that you have to build on it. If you don't build on it, they'll be left behind. Ah, yeah, so true. We're looking forward to next year as uh, already in the Wee County. Uh, back to yourself, uh, uh, Angela, and. Um, you know, when you look at the school here, it is a school of the Catholic ethos, but it welcomes all denominations. That's important to say, isn't it? Absolutely. It's a very inclusive school. Yes. Um, and, you know, nobody's turned away. Yes. No matter what your faith or beliefs are, yeah. you're always welcome. And um, there's a place for everybody in Ballapusta. Terrific. Absolutely. Whilst recognising the Catholic ethos, yes. and part of that ethos is to inclusion. And, and the reason that comes to my mind is when I drove in, I, I missed the turn, Peter. I missed <laughs> the, the, the main turn. And I went down by Hunterstown and tor- tor- took the next left, the road I'm familiar with, the drum Conrad, and then swung left at the first cross and came down. Yeah. I cannot believe the size of the, the burial mm. the cemetery here in Ballapoos. It's mm. huge, isn't beautiful, it? Beautiful, beautiful. Huge. And to mention, Jerry, as well, we had former. Ballapusta um, boys, pupils, um, again, who died in 1999. And um, we, we remember them, especially when we opened up our new school. And we have a lovely memorial garden now that we're going to really um, celebrate their lives as well too. And they were Ballapustans and they're buried in the church graveyard. Yes. And sometimes even as part of the Grow and Love, we, the programme for religion um, suggests taken to a local church and we walk around and we remember them and yeah. um, it's beautiful. Uh, to have them still here as well with us. Peter, you were showing me that garden as we mm-hmm. walked around the school earlier on. Uh, that tragedy, Dunsany, was it back yeah, in, in Port Beach? Port Beach um, yeah. Jerry, back in '99. Um, Tom Ogan Paul, uh, sixth class and third class here. And as Angela alluded to there, like it's very important to keep their memories alive. And we also have an annual um, football competition. We invite schools from counties Mead, Cav, and Monaghan, uh, Loud as, as well. It's been running since 2008, and Cora and Thomas come and present the cup, and Harry and Kieran, their brothers were past pupils as well. So it is very important that uh, we keep Tom Ogan Paul's memory alive. Mm. 
It is. It's uh, it's really important indeed, never ever to forget them pupils here at this school. Well, listen, tell me this, both of you. Did you organise this weather for us? That it, <laughs> would Angela, come on, have you have you some? Have you we're some? Very, we're good, but we're not that good. <laughs> I know you're good. I know you're good. And the other thing I want to say, you're good at. You're a very good dancer, I believe, well, Angela. Is that right? I don't know. Some might say different, um, but I, I enjoy he- dancing. I-, I hear you were a star of Strictly oh. Come Dancing. Is that right? <laughs> I don't know who you were talking to, but I definitely enjoyed it, and I did my best, Jerry. And and would that be your partner standing this on my is left an hand old side? Dancing partner, he had the shades on, so I wasn't sure it was him when I first came in. Brian Farley. Uh, Brian Farley, my very own dancing partner. Ooh. Couldn't remember any of the steps, and he, he didn't want to dance with me today, so I don't know what that's all about. <laughs> we'll have to get a, a quick move or two before he goes. Anyway, we'll leave that strictly between yourselves. <laughs> yes, Brian, my wingman, always on these out and about. Fantastic. Anyway, look, I want to say to both of you and everybody, all your staff, all your students, and parents as well. This is something to be really proud of. It is simply magnificent. I congratulate you all on it and wish you many, many years of happiness and great education and all that brings to the community and beyond at this wonderful school in Balapusta. Thank you for inviting us today. Thank you. Great to talk to you both. We're at Balapusta National School, aren't we? Yes, we are indeed this afternoon. And we'll be back on your late lunch in a moment. I've gone back to school this afternoon. I'm at Balapusta National School. What a wonderful day it is. And I'm delighted to say I'm joined by the parish priest, Canon Peter Murphy. Peter, thank you so much for dropping by for, for, for a word with us. How long is there a school on this site? Actually, Jerry, there's a school on this site for the last 200 years. In 1823, it opened its doors to the first pupils and... Uh, in the old national school system and now it's uh, the beautiful new school we have here today and a beautiful day to celebrate along with LMFM and thank you very much for uh, coming and and, uh, sharing the good news with people uh, not only at home but abroad as you know LMFM has a great listenership and uh, it's wonderful to get the good news out there what has been long threatening is now a reality and we're hoping they'll get to go ahead to refurbish the uh, remainder of the old school and please God that'll come very soon. Yes, Peter Dooley mentioned that to me, that it's the ideal move really. You leave the old, you move into the state-of-the-art new and now you can go at the old one and bring that up to a level along with the new school as well. And one of the features of our new school, Angela, the um, Deputy Principal has already mentioned it, is the GP room. And that is such an addition to the facilities for young people and for their education, for them to be able to take on board the physical education that is so much an integral part of the uh, curriculum nowadays and for the young people to be able to get their physical fitness and their wholesome and whole, a whole approach to their development, their educational, their spiritual and their physical development and, and that's such an important part and hopefully if any of the TDs or uh, powers that be in the Department of Education and Science are listening Hurry up and give that facility to all the schools, and particularly to another school in our parish that's crying out for it, is Cullen National School as well. There you are. Today is the day the call has been made. Cullen needs upgrading as well. Let's get it done. Listen to them down there and just look at them as well. The joy, the happiness of the children. Well, that's one good thing about Balapusta National School. Under the leadership of Mr Peter Dooley, who has been speaking to you already in the programme, and to his deputy principal and to all the staff here, and the administrative staff, the ancillary staff, and to our chairperson, Paul Miner, that did great work uh, getting this project 
up and running and to completion and the facility that it is here today. You can hear the children's voice in the background, look down on the sunshine on them and the joy that's expressed in all their faces. They're truly delighted. So I just want to pay a, a public acknowledgement then to Paul, the chairperson of the Board of Management, all the Board of Management, to the parents who support the school in so many ways, but especially to Mr Peter Dooley, the principal here in the school, and to his deputy principal, Angela, and to all the staff. They did wonderful work, and it was quite a challenge to work in a school which was largely a building site as well during yeah. the past year, especially coming out of COVID that had been quite a challenge to yes. all teachers in all schools. And Peter, as you may know, uh, he suffered the bereavement of his father during the summer holidays, and that took up some of his time naturally. But the amount of time that he and Angela and the staff have given during their holiday to get this up and running for the new school term is just admirable. Well done to them. Deserves a great commendation from us all. Canon Peter Murphy, Parish Priest, thank you for those lovely words today and the compliments to LMFM. It's great to be here and we're delighted to be with you. God bless you and your work and all the children and staff here on this beautiful sunny day in Ballapusta. Thank you indeed. Late Lunch LMFM Radio, we're in Ballapusta. We'll be till half three. On the way on uh, Late Lunch, it's One Direction. Written in these walls are the stories that I can explain. Yes, late lunch coming to you live from Ballapusta National School this afternoon. Aren't they fantastic? What an audience we have here. We're up on the plinth outside the main entrance of the school, looking down on the car park where all the children are sitting in front of us from all the classes, enjoying their ice creams on this beautiful, beautiful afternoon. And I think the teachers are having more than one or two ice creams as well, let me tell you. They're pulling a bit of rank here. Well, they're entitled to it, aren't they? They do a wonderful job. Anyway, let's have a chat with some of the young people who are attending the school. First of all, I want to say a big hello from third class to Bonnie Rogers and Liam Bannon. Bonnie, hello. How are Hi. you today? Good. Go on into that microphone there for me. Are you well? Yeah. What do you think of this new school that you just moved into? Well, it's brilliant. It's so nice, isn't yeah. it? What do you love most about it? Now, I had a tour of it earlier on. What's your favourite part of the new school? Probably, like, the whole, even if it's, like, because even if it's raining outside, we can still do PE. Oh, absolutely. The weather won't bother you at all this year. Yeah. Were you excited coming back, knowing that you were going to a brand new school? Really excited. Oh, really, really, really. Yeah. Who was your teacher last year? Miss Slavin. And who have you this year? Mr Corbley. All right, so you've changed teachers between yeah. the, the summertime. And do you, do you, did you get much homework last year? No. No. So will you tell Mister that you don't want much homework this year either? Is that okay? Can we <laughs> yeah. say that to him? Let's go easy on the homework in third class, sir, as well this year, please. I know the, I know he will. I know he will. Um, wh what do you like to do outside the school? What, what, what's your pastimes? What, what do you do? I love to draw and sometimes I like to play football outside with my dad. Very good. Are you good at the drawing? Yeah. Oh, it's a great skill to have. It really, really is. What did you do for the summer, for the time you were off? Did you do anything in particular? Well, I went on holidays to Portugal with my cousins and my auntie and uncle. You're lucky duck. <laughs> Did you love that? Yeah, it was so fun. And it was weather like this, was it? Yeah. Oh, my God. And now you're getting this lovely weather when you come back. So when you go home from school today, what time do you finish, Anne? Half two. So what do you do when you go home now? What do you, what do, you, do you watch TV? Do you play games? What do you do? Well, sometimes if I'm going to my granny's, I watch YouTube or play Roblox. <laughs> okay. Is it nice being with the granny? Yeah. Does the granny let you do anything you want? 
Most things. Oh, that's what grannies and granddads are for. That's why you go and visit them. Anyway, lovely to talk to you. Let your little colleague there in to have a chat with me because Liam Bannon is with us as well. Hi, Liam. Hello. I, you look like a football man, a man that likes football, do you? Yeah. Do you play Gaelic? Yeah. Who do you play with? Um, Hunterstown. Oh, Hunterstown Rovers is your club, is it? Yeah. Are you good? Yeah. Where do you where do you uh, play on the field? Are you back? Are you a centre field man or are you a forward? Um, centre field. Centre field, you play. Yeah, you have the height for it as well. You look to have the physique. I see the I see uh, Peter Dooley taking note of that there now for the future with Louth as well. Would you love to play with Louth? No. What? You wouldn't love to? No. Oh, be God. Peter, you'll have to get working on this fella. Do you follow any soccer team? Um, Ardy Celtic. Oh, your local side. That's right. Are you related to somebody in LMFM? No? Somebody was telling me they're related to Adrian Taff here. We'll, we'll talk to them maybe a little bit later on. Anyway, Ardy Celtic is your local club. Do you like, like anybody else in soccer? No. No, Ardy Celtic is your number one team. Anyway, during the summer, you did something really special. Tell the listeners what you did. I was working at the big at the school. With? With who? With my dad. With your dad. That was some summer you had. So you're part of the team that built this school. Yep. Good man yourself. What a summer. Did you love working on it? Yeah. So you knew, you had a bit of this, a bit of an advantage. You knew coming in what it was like coming back. Yeah. You did indeed. Good man yourself. Lovely to talk to you. Let's hop up to fourth class now. And joining me is Emma Delaney and Dara McCardle. Uh, Dara, how are you? Are you well? Yeah. What about you? How was your summer? Uh, good. What did you do? I went to Liverpool for a game against Bournemouth. Liverpool won that one, didn't they? Yeah. One easy. Yeah. How'd you get the tickets? Uh, my granny's cousin gave them to us. Good. Was so that your first time to Anfield? Uh, no, my third now. Your third time. Yeah, so it's good, yeah. So you're a big Liverpool. Great. Oh, are they going to win the league this year, Liverpool? Maybe. Maybe. I think you're right saying that. It'll be hard to beat Manchester yeah. City, won't it? It'll be tough. It'll be tough to beat them as well. What about this place? What about this new school? It's class thing with the PE hall and the... No prefab, so the heating's working. And, uh, <laughs> so you were you, you were in prefabs before this, were you? And no heat. No. It was tough going. But that'd make you hardy. You'd be hardy for that, you know what I mean? So you yeah. would. But it makes such a difference, yeah. doesn't it, to be in here? Yeah. Oh. How were you picked to be... We have a few of you to talk to today. How were you picked from the rest of them? Did you volunteer to talk to me? Uh, no, I'm just on big break. I said you to call me over and said, would you like a... Would you like to answer a couple of questions? Good man. And no bother to you. Great stuff. Lovely to chat to you today. Yeah. Let's bring in the other four class uh, student here, uh, Emma Delaney. Hi, Emma. Hi. How are you? Good. Well, what about the place here again, I'll say to you? Well, it's really big and nice. Isn't it? Yeah. It's lovely. Who's teaching you? Miss Finnegan. And did she move with you from last year or had you a different teacher last year? Yeah, different teacher. Okay, right, so you're just settling in with her now at this stage, the yeah. early days. You'll get more homework, won't you, in fourth class than the third class? Yeah. Oh, she'll have to, won't you? Where are you from? Where are you from around here? I'm from Dublin, actually. Are you? Yeah. And ha- have your family moved out here now? Yeah. Right, where do you live in this area? Do you live near here at the school? I live in Belpatrick. Oh, so. yes, close by here is right. So you're a dub living in Belpatrick. What do you do? Have you any interests outside the school? Have you any sport, hobbies, things like that? I like to do gymnastics. Oh, do you? Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, my. Uh, all gymnastics? Yeah. 
floor stuff, the yeah. bars, uh, everything. Yeah. Oh, good on you. You're quite different now in pursuing gymnastics. You really are. What about uh, when you're at home? What What do you watch? You know, four class people. Do you watch TV? Are you on YouTube? Netflix? What do you watch? I watch YouTube. Do you? Yeah. What do you like on YouTube? I like watching people doing gymnastics. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you are certainly committed. We might see you in a few years. We'll be on the television performing. Maybe. Gymnastics for Ireland. I hope we do. Anyway, thank you for having a word with me today here at the school. It's lovely to meet you all. Aren't they great? Third and fourth last day. Now, we're going to move into the music realm now from the school because I have two brothers, Daniel and Colm Hapney, who are going to entertain us on the show now. And first up is Daniel, who's in third class. Daniel, are you ready to go there? Yes. Are you? What are you going to play for me? Tell me what you're playing. Um, dawning of the day. The dawning of the day. Well, listen, the floor is yours, Daniel Hapney. Let's hear you on the accordion. Away you go. What age are you? Um, nine. Nine? And you can play like that? Yeah. You are simply wonderful. Thank you so much for playing that lovely piece because the dawning of the day is a lovely, lovely piece of music and you played it so well, young man. Well done to you. Now, we're going to hear now from your brother, uh, Colm. He's in fifth class here. Colm, before you play, you wanted to say that you uh, play with Scurriot Lanlera, is it? Yes. And who did you want to mention there? Uh, well, I'd like to say hello to my music teacher, Declan, who's been teaching me since I started with the Scurriot uh, almost four years ago. Good stuff. And how long are you playing? The four years uh, since you started? Almost, almost four years. And your brother, is he playing? Uh, he's playing almost two years. Very good. You are talented fellas. And why did you take up this instrument, can you well, tell me? Uh, I, I was just listening to, to it on the radio yes. and I was saying because I didn't know how to pronounce accordion at the time yeah. I said to my mommy oh mommy I want to play the accordion <laughs> and boy I know you can play the accordion or the accordion that's the way many children of course start to yes. pronounce things as well well can we hear you're going to play two pieces for me yeah? yes Bridge is full of stitches and Roddy Macaulay. Off you go.
You are so good, young man. Thank you. That was absolutely brilliant. Both Thank pieces. You. And again, you're in uh, fourth class here, is Fifth it? Fifth class. class here. And what age are you? Just tell them what age you are. Uh, I'm 11. 11. And you can play the accordion like that, just like that, Thank switching you. from one to the other. Brilliant. You're a talented lad. Scurry at Glanlair. And you. well done to your teacher. Thank He's you. done a wonderful job with you. Yes. Thank you so much to both of you. Let's hear it for the Hapneys, Daniel and Colm this afternoon, entertaining us on their accordions at Ballapusta National School, where we're out in the sunshine on this glorious September afternoon. Short break on late lunch and we're back. Back with your two on Tuesday. It's time for our two on Tuesday. Two on Tuesday. Playing the songs that just never quite made it to number one. But we were so close. I'm to be number one. We were so close. Two on Tuesday. on a Tuesday. Yes, each time on Tuesday we do this on Late Lunch. We pick a song from the UK charts that just fell short of the number one spot. And today's song for this group was originally destined for their debut album, but it never happened. But when they featured it on their TV special called Boyfriends and Birthdays at Christmas time 1999, it really took off. A few adjustments, it appeared as the lead single from their second album called Seven. Yes, you're two on Tuesday, this Tuesday, this beautiful September Tuesday, live in Balapusta is S Club 7 and Reach. Yes, Reach for the Stars which we're doing at Ballapusta National School this afternoon. And I have to say, the teachers went mad for that one. They're all dancing around the place, waving their arms in the air. They're showing their age, you know, they're showing their age. Anyway, yeah, what a great two on Tuesday uh, at Ballapusta this afternoon. So it was two in the chart. So what kept it off the number one spot? It was two for three weeks in the UK. Well, a song that was originally released in 1998 was re-released in May 2000 and eventually made its way to the top of the UK charts third best selling single in the UK that year it is Sonique and it feels so good Sonique and it feels so good the song that prevented S Club 7 Reach reaching number one on the charts. Our Louise is back at base. Well, Louise, what do you think? Oh, Jerry, in that weather, it has to be reach for the stars. <laughs> Thank you. Has Thank to you. Be. I was sitting here, I was taking a breath saying, please, God, she'll say that. You're absolutely right. In the weather that's yeah. in it. And you want to see the reaction in the audience here today to reach. Good God Almighty. That's they a timeless song, isn't it? First. Ah, it is. It is. It's a wonderful, wonderful song. I think uh, the chart numbers got that one wrong. Reach should have been mm-hmm. the number one. It feels so good as a good song, but really, Reach should have made it. Maybe they'll re-release it sometime. They could re-release it, couldn't they? It'd go to the top again, I'm sure. It would, absolutely. Without a doubt. Anyway, yeah. Louise, sorry for your back at base today. That's all right. It's I'm not the one glorious. that can get detention. Yeah. 
<laughs> the, the ice cream. 50 lines, Please, Jerry. Imagine, 50 lines. Imagine Peter, Peter brought here. Hold oh. on a minute, hold on a minute. I'm oh. going back into lessons. Hold on. Lessons are on. I have to leave you. Lessons are about to start. I have to go. Anyway, fair juice to Peter and the crew. Brought the ice cream van as well along today. And you know me in the 99, Louise. Fuck oh. <laughs> you. I might just give you the tip at the bottom of the cone like me last tato. No, never, <laughs> never, never. I always scoff at all myself. Anyway, listen, you go ahead there because we're going to be joined mm-hmm. by someone in a moment who was mentioned already Enjoy. on the show. Great friend of ours, Louise, during oh, the pandemic hi, and always will be. Yes, uh, Paul Moyna joining us in a moment. What a glorious day to be out and about in late lunch and at the wonderful new Ballapusta National School not far from RD in County Loud. It is truly remarkable, the new school. It really is. And you've been getting a feel for that, I'm sure, through the afternoon. And one man who's played a huge part in delivering the new school, he's been mentioned a couple of times already. You'll remember him on late lunch every Tuesday without fail. He never let us down during the pandemic. And I think I'm safe in saying he's probably Ballapusta National School most famous past pupil. Professor Paul Moyna, welcome back to the show. Good afternoon, Jerry. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Thanks very much for visiting us. Unfortunately, I can't be there, but really appreciate you coming out to, to see us. Yes, Paul, we're delighted to be here, I have to say, and uh, we thank everybody for the invite, and it is so new and so fresh for everybody. And I know you can't be here because work commitments dictate that, but it's great to have you with us. When I say most famous past pupil, how does that sit with you? Probably more notorious is probably <laughs> more appropriate, I'd say, Jerry. But... Uh, no, I've, I've really fond memories of Balapusta. Obviously, that was the primary school that I went to. Um, and I, as I said, I have very fond memories there. And it was very much sort of at the heart of the community, which I still think it is. So um, and I think back to the teachers we had during that time, like James McGuinness was principal at that time, Kitty Riley. Um, you know, really people that would, would inspire students and inspired myself and it gives sort of a great start in life especially in terms of from an educational point of view uh, so very strong memories and it's great to see that it's 
going strong. Obviously, a completely new look now, state of the art in terms of technologies. And, and it's great that students have access to all of those facilities. So, yeah, really proud of what has been achieved there by fantastic work done by Peter there as principal, former principals like Catherine Dempsey, Peter Alts greatly helped there by Angela, deputy principal, all of the staff in terms of teaching staff, support staff, other members of boards of management. So really a team effort, Jerry, and it's great to reach this stage today. Paul, were you a model student? <laughs> I'm not so sure whether I was a model student or not, but uh, I think I always uh, enjoyed sort of school. Um, and I was very fortunate in some ways, Jerry. So some people will know, but uh, I've come from a family of 10. Uh, I guess apart from myself, so I was third youngest, and probably I wouldn't have had the opportunities maybe if I'd come earlier in the family because at that stage, you know, when it reached, you know, primary school, uh, especially with a big family, children, many children actually left after primary education and had no choice really but to go out and to find work and then support the household. And the fact that I was third youngest probably gave me opportunities that maybe some of my older brothers and sisters wouldn't have been mm. afforded. The other thing is there was no pressure on me really, Jerry. Like I as I said, I enjoyed school, the academic end of things and yeah, it was something that probably suited me but again it was the opportunity and I always think education and health indeed are the two of the great levellers but what you need is you need opportunity you need access and that's why I really feel it's always a great pleasure to be involved in trying to support education at whatever level obviously myself I work at tertiary level but even in terms of supporting primary level and anything I can do in terms of supporting education I think it's a, it's one of the greatest investments we can make in terms of for our children in terms of feeding into education so uh, even to be involved in that at this stage today very from sort of helping in any way I can it's just a great pleasure and privilege well you've done really good and I know how proud they are of you your family and and the school here and and the whole parish and you know when we, we talk to you in your professional capacity, and while you're with me today, I have to ask you this. I didn't mean to lead you back to it, but all over the place today, people are writing about the uh, prominence of COVID again, a different strain. Would you be worried or will we deal with this one in our stride? Yeah, I wouldn't be too concerned, Jerry. Like I said to you and I said to you before, I would only really get concerned if you see a variant coming in where people who've been previously vaccinated or previously infected getting very sick and generally that's not happening. Now it is more it's spreading well and there were two variants that have come to sort of our attention. One which is called Eris and that's probably the most dominant one we have at the moment. And then there was another one that sort of it sparked some attention because of the number of mutations it had. Uh, but again we still don't really know if that's more transmissible. There's no evidence to suggest that it causes more severe disease. So I think in terms of the immunity and protection that we have from either vaccination or prior infection, that's still standing up really well, even though, yes, we will be susceptible to infection. But it's, it's sort of almost being downgraded now to some of the other viruses, some of the other cold viruses and flu viruses. So. I think we're in a much better situation than even with new variants. I don't think we're certainly, we're not going back to 2020 when, you know, there's widespread transmission. People were getting seriously ill. 
and very significant numbers. Our healthcare system is under threat. I don't think we're going back to that stage, Jerry. That's uh, really assuring and reassuring to hear from you, Paul. Back to the school and your role on the board of management and delivering this wonderful new school here. It's a big ask to do something like this, especially in a rural area like this, and everybody's looking for money from the department. Oh, many more schools deserving of upgrading as well. Was it a big battle to get the funding and deliver this? It was a big battle, I guess. A big battle, Jerry, in terms of getting the resources, but then even in terms of time, I think time was the the biggest challenge because this has probably been going on for over 10 years and I always look upon in terms of that time is really important in terms of getting things done as quickly as possible and the wheels within the department and again we're enormously thankful in terms of the support the department has been not only Jerry in terms of what you see today but as you go to the school you'll see an older part of the school that's essentially going to be replaced in the next within the next year by two special education need units so essentially be a new campus then. And again, we're enormously thankful for the support provided by the department. But the department tends to work very slowly. And again, by going through the process, you probably, sometimes it's puzzling in terms of why it takes so long so that there's, there's a number of phases to approval. Um, and I often wonder why there isn't a more targeted approach in terms of saying, yes, Balapusta has been approved for support and then expedite that to make sure that that's delivered within a relatively short time period of maybe two to three, four years, whereas the time period can be much longer, especially for the large project. It's obviously worth it when we see what we end up with today, but I always think of those generations of children over the last 10, 15 years that maybe would have missed out on getting access to the facilities and the technologies that the children today at the school will benefit from. But certainly it's worth it in terms of, and I'm sure you're impressed, Jerry, in terms of what you see. It's certainly worth it in terms of achieving this. But there's some of the things in terms of the processes within the department, certainly I would think that it could be streamlined to be more effective. And again, that's just having gone through the process uh, mm. and you can, you can identify ways to make things better. Oh, absolutely. Anyway, uh, learnings from every project that is undertaken. And when you look at the uh, the school here, you mentioned technology. It is right up there, state-of-the-art modern technology. And what a facility it is for the generations to come here in Balapusta and the greater Balapusta area. Look, Paul, you're very good to join us today. I wanted to have you with us because of your association with the school. And it's great to grab a word with you. And thank you for all the kindness you've shown us on Late Lunch and LMFM as well over the years. And congratulations. Congratulations to you, your board of management and everybody at the school on delivering this wonderful, wonderful facility that will be here for decades and decades to come. Paul, best wishes to you. I appreciate those words, Jerry, and thank you again for visiting us today. Professor Paul Miner, a former pupil of the school here, Balapusta in RD. Short break, back in a moment with more students from the school and entertainment just for you in late lunchland. Some of our audience have gone home, but you wouldn't blame them. But we still have a great crowd here, haven't we, at Balapusta <laughs> National School? <laughs> we do indeed. By God, they make noise, I have to tell you that. It must be all the great ice cream they have inside them as well. I see a few cones still hanging on there. We are having a wonderful day at the new National School in Balapusta, and I'm delighted to say I'm joined by some of the senior students in the school, 50 years and 60 years. Let's start with the 50 years first and Billy Ward. Billy, thank you.
thank you for joining me on Late Lunch this afternoon. You're a Hunter's Town man, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Uh, I won a final there not so long ago uh, with Hunter's Town under 12s. Good man yourself. Is there a great crop of players in the 12s, yeah? Uh, yeah, there is a great um, load of us. And uh, your man from 6 as well, he won it with us as well. OK, so he's going to tell us now in a minute, this other lad that we have here with us, who is, of course, Rory Cummins. We'll grab him in a moment. Um, where do you play? You're, you're a big lad. What's your position on the field? Uh, I'm mostly left back. Oh, are you? Yeah. You must have a bit of a pace about you as well. You can move, can you? Yeah. You can shift for sure. Yeah, so are we, gonna, are we going to look out for Hunter's Town in the future? Are you the coming force in loud football? I hope oh, so. Oh, but the audience believe that oh, oh, there's a lot of Hunter's Town supporters down here as well. Look out, Newtown Blues, Cooley Kickhams, the Pats, Marys of RD, Hunter's Town are on the way. They'll be breeding down your necks in a few years. Anyway, what about this school? You have, you will have two more years here, this year and next year in the school. Yeah. You were in the old school as well. Yeah, I was. Oh my God, it must like feel like moving to a five-star hotel, does it? Yeah, it does. Oh, it's magic, isn't it? Yeah, it's it, a lot newer. <laughs> It really is a lot newer. Let's have have a chat with Freya Carlin, who's with you, also from a fifth class. Freya, thank you for joining me on the show. Now, yeah. you do something really different. Tell our listeners what you do. Right, so I do aerial hoop. It's basically like a metal hula hoop, and it's in the air, and you do tricks on it. Are you good? Kind of. <laughs> I heard you're very good. I know you're very modest as well, because you're not going to tell me that. Does it take a lot of practice to get it right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, what would you put in? I got this every day. Do you practice all the time? Uh, I practice two to three times a week. Okay. And what about here at the school? What sport do you do here? I saw loads out on the football pitches here when I arrived. Uh, I play Gaelic with Hunterstown as well. Oh, do you? Yeah, I do. Oh, right. And what are the Hunterstown girls like? Are they good? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good as well. That club is really going places. It certainly is. Um, What about you now this year? Do you expect to get more homework? Uh, I hope not. (laughs) Who's your teacher? Mr Long. Mr Long, did you hear that? We're over the airwaves today. There's Mr Long down there. He's listening, but like, I think you'll have to do something. Would you like no homework? Yeah. Well, yeah, wouldn't we all love no homework? Wouldn't that just be the dream come true? But you know you have to do a bit anyway. Mm -hmm. Are you looking forward to the year ahead? Uh, Yeah. Ah, Good on you. Thanks for joining me on the show today. Let's move up to the final year because we have two people to talk to here. Tess Moonen in a moment. But first, Rory Cummins, that fella from Hunterstown. There he is. There he is. That other fella from Hunterstown. You on the team with this fella? Yeah, yeah. So he's left back. Where were you playing? I'm centre back. Good man. Oh, that's a pivotal position on a GA. Team, you pulled the strings for sure. Anyway, who did you beat in this final? Uh, Dreadnoughts. Oh, what a win over Clotterhead. Little Hunters Town knocked Big Clotterhead off their pedestal. What about that? Well, you, did you celebrate like mad? Oh, yes, we did. Oh, no doubt about it. When you win, you have to enjoy those days. Do you put much time? Like, what's what's the routine with Hunters Town? Do you train yeah, much? Yeah, we train and that. We train a lot. Do you? Put yeah. a lot into it, yeah. Yeah, Wednesdays mostly. Right. Is your big is your big evening for yeah. training? Is it hard fitting in the training with the school work and everything else you have oh, to do? Yeah. It is. Do you ever come in and tell the teacher the dog swallowed your homework? No, yeah. <laughs> I remember doing that one myself in my day. You only got away with it once. After that, it was a no go for sure. Anyway, what else do you love besides Gaelic football and Hunterstown? What else do you do? Uh, well, 
I don't really do much. I just, <laughs> you put I just it, play Gaelic. You put it all into the Gaelic. Yeah. You see Mr. Peter Dooley there. You're saying all the right things. Yeah. He loves you because you're yeah. putting everything into the Gaelic football. Yeah. Is there a school team here? Well, the, or, team yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a school team here as well. Oh my yeah. God, there you are. So they have loads of talent to pull from in this area. What do you love? Do you? Uh, I off, uh, what, what do young people? I used to watch television. I don't know whether anybody does anymore. Do you watch TV? Do you watch your? Uh, yeah, have you have your phone? Have your mobile yeah. phone? Yeah, You'd be stuck on the old phone. Oh, not much, though. <laughs> Do you? Oh, no, don't be stuck on that <laughs> thing much. It's not good for you. Are you listening? I know your teacher will be telling you that all year. Now and again, all right. What do you love to watch on the phone? Oh, nothing really much. Nonsense. It's that's nonsense. What's, that's what's mostly on them things. I can tell you, nonsense. And that's your very good advocate for not being stuck to mobile phones, for sure. Let's j- join the other six-class student with us today, Tess uh, Moonen. Hello, Tess. Hello. Now, you do something that I love as well. Tell us about your equestrian love. Uh, I do. Horses, yeah? Yeah. What do you do? Uh, Show jumping and cross country. Good on you. And uh, where do you go to do that? Um, I sometimes ride at home. Yeah. And with the Loud Pony Club. Oh, very good. So the Loud Pony Club is, is is your club or whatever. Have you your own pony? I do. Is it a boy or a girl? It's a boy. What's his name? His name is Sammy. Oh, do you love him? Yeah. What age is he? He is 16. Describe him. What what colour is he in? Uh, he's brown and white. Uh, yeah. He has... He's hairy. Is he? <laughs> As pony should be. Uh, and is he is he nice to, to work? Do you, do you have that relationship uh, that he knows you and you know him well? Yeah, he's very hyper though. Oh, is he? Yeah. You have to calm him down, do you? Even at his age, he's still hyper, is he? Mm-hmm. Oh, be the God. There you go. You love this, do you? Yeah. So when do you go? Weekends, is it, Tor? Um... I do rugby and camogie, so you cram it in. Oh my word, you are a sportswoman uh, all rounder, aren't you? So camogie, rugby and the horses as well. Yeah. Good on you. And you fit it all in. Yeah. Are you delighted in one way and in another way maybe sad that you're only getting one more year here in sixth class? Uh, how do you feel about that? You know what I mean? But please that you... I, I, I wish the school was done earlier so we could have ah, stayed in it. Ah, it? yes, of course. Indeed you do. So that's the way you'd have to feel, wouldn't you? That the school was done. But it is here now and you will get a lovely year in it mm-hmm. before you move on as well. The old school, such a transformation. You've seen that because you've done all your schooling in yeah. the old school. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Anyway, thank you all for joining me. You're fantastic. Aren't they wonderful young people at Ballapusta School? They really are. And you have such a range of interests. I'm so glad to meet you today. Now, let's have our uh, musical entertainment now at Ballapusta. We had the beautiful accordion players earlier on. Let's have a chat with Nancy Caffrey for a second. She's in sixth class. Nancy, how are you? Good. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me today. So you're going to sing for us. Yeah. Do you, do, is, is singing something you like to do? Yeah. Yeah, you're, you enjoy singing. So tell the listeners today, what are you going to sing for us? Um, Can't Tell Me by Bruno Mars. Oh my God, this is some song to sing. Okay, so are you ready to go there? Hold on, we'll stick the headphones on you there so as you can hear the music. Just listen, get ready there. And as soon as you hear the music, are you ready? As soon as it starts, here we go. So 
have lost in the dark and you can't see I'll be the light to guide you We'll find out what we're made of When we are called to help our friends in need You can count on me like one, two, three And I'll be there And I know when I need it I can count on you Like four, three, two And you'll be there Cause that's what friends are supposed to do Oh yeah Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, yeah If you're tossing and you're turning And you just can't fall asleep And I'll sing a song Beside you and if you ever forget how much you really mean to me Every day I will remind you We'll find out what we're made of When we are called to help our friends in need And you can count on me Like one, two, three And I'll be there and I know when I need it, I can count on you Like four, three, two, and you'll be there Cause that's what friends are supposed to do, oh yeah Ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah Ah, brilliant! <laughs> You have a beautiful voice. Hasn't she a beautiful voice, folks? Lovely. You keep at that, young woman. Are you listening? You keep that voice going. and get What a brilliant version of Bruno Mars' song there, Count On Me, from Nancy Caffrey. Thank you so much for singing for us on the show today. You're lovely. Thank you indeed. Five, four, three, two, one. Counting down the top five songs from this week of yesteryear. And today it's... The number four from this week in 1994. And when I tell you it reached its highest spot on the UK charts a few weeks on from this at number two, but never made top spot. We must keep that in mind for two and Tuesday, one week. Anyway, it's a, a jazz reggae song by Jamaican DJ Red Dragon featuring reggae duo Brian and Tony. Yes, the number four top uh, five countdown 1994 on Late Lunch this week is Compliments of Your Kiss. Yes, number four in our top five countdown from 1994 on your late lunch this afternoon. Red Dragon compliments on your kiss. And I want to say a big hello to Oshin McEnany and Tyler Riley, who uh, have uh, just come in to Ballapusta National School to say, we are great listeners of LMFM Radio and your show. Hi, boys. Thanks indeed for uh, saying hello to us on the show today and delighted to say hello to you on the airwaves. Who's this beside me here? Come in here and say hello to me. Say hello to the listeners. Who's this? Um, hello, my name is Mia, and I want to say hello to my granny and granddad. <laughs> Who's your granny and granddad? Geraldine Ward and Patrick Ward. 
There you are. You're a great wee girl to come on the radio today and wish them well. Are you enjoying the lovely sunshine? Yeah. Are you at school here? Yeah. What class are you in? Um, I'm in second class. Oh, lovely. And who's your teacher? My teacher's Miss Levin. Is she lovely? Yeah. Oh, and you're in for a lovely year ahead in her class, aren't you? Yeah. Good girl yourself. Thank you for joining me on Late Lunch today. You're gorgeous. Thank, Thank you. you for coming to the... Isn't that just lovely? <laughs> Off she came to say hello to her granny and granddad. Anyway, that's what it's about on Late Lunch today at Balapusta. But Balapusta, the name, what's it all about? The history of the place. We're talking about it next to the man who knows he's treasurer of the board of management, Jerry Carrow, with us next. And we've a few more minutes in Balapoost and I'm delighted to welcome to the show to round things off today Jerry Carragher, Treasurer of the Board of Management and local historian. Jerry, welcome to the show. Balapusta, explain please for our listeners. Well, in ancient Ireland, <coughs> in ancient Ireland there was five main major roads and one of them passed this way on its way from Tara down through uh, Slane, Grangegate, past Smarmore through Balapusta now, onto the D, across the Ford and RD, and onto Armagh and Derry. So Balak on foot is the way of the post. And that's where Balapusta gets its name. I see. So the post would have been carried along that along route. Along that route. God, that's an historic route yes. when you mention all those places, that's isn't right. it? It is, very, yeah. So that's where the place got it na- its, its name from. Name. Is there such a place as Balapusta? No. Oh. There is no townland. So this whole show today has been a mirage. I don't know where we've been. Come on, Peter Dooley has pulled the wool over her eyes. What? Um, in 1763, the local parishioners, there were three parishes, Chandless, Smarmore and Kildemoc of the famous Jumping Church. Mm. And they got together to build a church, wanted to build a single church. And John Boylan gave them land in Kilpatrick to build their church. And... Uh, there was a local prophet, he was uh, called Drew, prophesied that Mass would never be said in the church, church. So the church was built, and Mass was nearly over, and the priest turned round and said, where is Leigh and Drew now? With that, the church began to fall. And when everybody got out of it, and the priest said to Drew, where will we build the church? And he said, it must have been in March. A crow picked up some of the remnants of the old building and carried it, and they said, follow that crow, wherever he drops the twig, build your church. So, it was on the land that was, the twig was dropped on, was on part of Drakestown Estate, which was owned by Nathaniel Manning, who was of the other persuasion. But in some time before that, Mr. Manning had lost his grandmother, but she didn't go away. So, he got in touch with the PP in our, the parish, the priest in our, the Father Cannon, Father Waters, so he came up and he asked Father Waters to settle this grandmother, which he did, and the, the, the priest asked him for a plot of land. So after some time, Manning went to renege on his promise, and the priest told him, I'll leave your old grandmother back with you. <laughs> so he got the plot of land in the northern boundary of Kilpatrick, of Drakestown. The church was built... Uh, uh, in 1878 17, 1787 sorry uh, just a single ch- church a single, like a barn type church which was added to then in the, 18, in the 1870s so the church that we have now at the minute mm. as for the school uh, the first recorded record written on, of Balapusta is in the burial register in 1763 
and it, it registered in, in 1822 a death of a man called Mr McKenna who was a school teacher in Balapusta. So we think that there was a school of some description from about 1910. Mm. In, 19, in 1823, there was a society in Ireland called the Kildare Place Society, and their ambition was to teach elementary education to the poor of Ireland. John Taff, the local landlord, uh, applied to this uh, organisation for a grant to build a school which was going to cost £130. He got a grant of £40. Then the this Kildare Place Society was educating men to be teachers and Taft got a man called John O'Neill to be trained by the society to be a teacher and he returned to Malapusta and the school was the, the school was two rooms about 16 feet by 16 feet. O'Neill's training was completed and in August 1824 he returned to the school. The school was opened with 46 pupils and a second teacher which was untrained and possibly his wife Rose O'Neill was the second teacher. Then in March 1842 uh, George Taft then another, the, other, the next landlord took over from his father and the two original rooms which had been divided were fitted into one and another building double the size was added to it which left with a chimney uh, a fireplace in the dividing wall between the two rooms and uh, that school was used up until 1963 when the school was called Drakestown School. Okay, okay. Uh, then uh, the school was reused again afterwards. Then when this school ran out of room, the new, the, the 63 building ran out of room and there were some, there were two teachers sent back down to the old school and it was reused for a couple of years then uh, along, along with the, this the new build. And so the original date you said it was what 1820 1820 1824 is the first school, school on this particular site. Well we think there was no it was well it was down beside the church yes. for the old school yes. yes but we think there was something there before before that you were saying that yeah yeah yes. but yes. roughly you could take the 1820s uh, yeah. so the first school in this area yes. Yes. which has come here subsequently and is now what we have here That's today. Right. That's right. Um, you were of the post office your That's family right. That's tell right. me that your background and the post office was opened in July 1876 yep. and remained in the one family till the, to January 2002. Your family? Yes. My God, what history. Yeah. It's a sad loss, these local well, post offices, isn't it? It is a loss, yeah. Mm. Well, we'd, we had two robberies inside a fortnight, so that put the... Yeah, yeah. difficult when yeah. things yeah. like that happen. Yeah. But what an innings. Yes. What a, what a time from generation to generation as well to be part of it. You're on the board of management I here. Am. You're looking after the cash. It's I a am. responsible <laughs> job. Very Give it to a post office man. <laughs> Give it to a post office man for sure. <clears throat> anyway, again, I've said this a number of occasions. You must be so proud sitting here today and look what sits behind us here. Absolutely, very proud of it. It's, it was worth waiting for. Mm, surely yeah. was. It surely was. I mean, the drawings were done in 2011 mm. and it's only now we see the building. Yeah, it takes time. Paul Moyner was saying that to us on the air, how yeah. it takes quite <laughs> yeah. a bit of time. Let's go back to uh, Peter Dooley, where we started today, himself and Angelo Hare talking to me. Peter's uh, rejoined us again. He's been overseeing everything here for the last few hours. Peter, I want to say a big thank you to you for, you know, arranging everything you have for us here today. It's been a most wonderful afternoon. 
everything went like clockwork here and I have to say fair juicy on the ice cream van <laughs> I'll never forget you <laughs> we look after you Jerry. we look after you anyway as principal of the school how long are you principal here since uh, 7th of January 2019 right so you took over the, the just Halloween. before Covid if, COVID, if I knew Covid was coming Jerry, it might have been a different story mm, wasn't easy it really was but wasn't. no look um, it's fabulous and having a new school is a testament like you hear from Jerry there Jerry's part of the fibre of the school as well and from current board members to previous board members to previous principals to previous parents in the wider community you know as Jerry said the plans originally of 2011 we've been waiting a long time so it's a testament to all the work done by the people over the years to finally get this and it's it was great to see I suppose the, the pride on people's faces we opened it up to the school community the Sunday before we came back and people you know arrived in, through the doors maybe the first time they had been in school in Balapusta in decades and just to see the pride on people because the school is really the heart of the community um, and today will be one of those memories that hopefully live long, live a long time the eight children we had a chat with uh, uh, themselves and the entertainers the musicians as well and the lovely singer it's a reflection of the talent of the children in the whole school we couldn't talk to them all but it is a reflection the children today no end of talent that, and it's great to see and um, you know when you go through your primary school days and look you learn look, numeracy and literacy along the way but to see those unique talents that you know the, the musical side of students whether it's sport and whether it's horse riding we try and develop that as much as we can and we encourage it and it's great to celebrate it and it's great for days like today that you know they can showcase their talents to the the wider audience oh they have indeed anyway thank you again and behind every great man is a group of great women give yourselves a big cheer yes the, the, and the boys oh god almighty I nearly, I nearly had noses that were joined there of course there are ladies and gentlemen on the teaching staff here but the women are great they were running there with chairs and everything so were the boys too they were all gathering up all the stuff here I have to say anyway thank you all for your welcome here today and for putting this show together big thank you to Brian Farley give Brian a big round of applause couldn't do it without him and my producer Louise Walsh back at base too thanks a million Louise as well Eddie Caffrey's coming next with the drive on LMFM radio back at base tomorrow from 1.30 from Balapusta bye hi this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.